0: But as promised, we are joined right now by a former PGA Tour golfer, a three-time All-American at the University of Texas. He played 15 years on the tour. He is a Golf Channel analyst. He appears on their signature shows, Golf Central and Golf Central Live from, I'm speaking of, Brando Chambly. Brando, it is great to have you back on. How are you?
1: I'm terrific, Jim. Thanks for having me.
0: Thank you for doing it. Appreciate you. So what is your reaction to yesterday's announcement that two-time major champ John Rahm is doing something, Brandle, that he said that he would never do, leave the PGA Tour for Live Golf?
1: Well, yeah, uh, pretty poorly held secret over the last two, three weeks. The rumors were pretty strong that John Rahm was, in fact, defecting to Live, uh, you know, not surprised in that regard but if you go back to the comments that you were referring to that he's made over the last year and a half or so when he said 400 million dollars wouldn't change his life when he said it really wasn't the smart thing to do at this point in his career given the trajectory that he was on that he didn't like the format now he's done a complete 180 he says he now is a big fan and loves uh, the live product uh, said it was the best thing to do for his family etc cetera, etc cetera. so you know, uh, maybe he was being strategic and trying to get uh, Liv to continue to up the ante uh, as it relates to him. But I think more it was um, Liv's reaction to the PGA Tour courting private equity over the last six weeks or so. has been no secret that that's what the PGA Tour was doing. I think this was uh, Liv uh, flexing their muscles and trying to remind the PGA Tour, in fact, who still has the hammer.
0: Brandon Chambly joining us. That's interesting. I was going to say, what does the move then say about the current state of merger negotiations between the two sides? For instance, might this make it more likely that this deal gets done by the deadline, or could this whole thing rip apart over it?
1: Well, I said, you know, after a while that, you know, it took me to get my arms around this deal. Initially, of course, I was uh, repulsed by the idea, but uh, trying to read between the lines and understand as much as I could about it. Uh, I said shortly thereafter that probably the second worst thing that could happen is if this deal went through. You know, second worst thing that could happen to golf, and the worst thing is if it didn't go through, because if it doesn't go through for the PGA Tour, Liv is not going anywhere, uh, and they've got 32 trillion dollars worth of oil underneath that sand, uh, and they are dire. They are desperate uh, to diversify their economy over the next, you know, several decades. Uh, it's imperative that they do for all kinds of geopolitical reasons. Uh, so if if they if they in fact merge, uh, perhaps the PGA tour can figure out a way to bring all the PGA Tour players back. Of course, there's going to be some growing pains in that, but uh, Liv was prepared to um, sort of make the merger back amenable to all those players that didn't leave. Uh, that remains to be seen if it's going to happen. But my sense is this deal is going to get done now. Uh, and it's more likely since Rom's defection.
0: Brandon Chambly is joining us. You know, you mentioned the deal, the deal. How about the John Rom deal, Brandon? For instance, do we have any sense of what Liv is getting in return for whatever that massive investment is? Like, what exactly did he commit to? What can he and can't he do? What is the deal? Do we know? Not
1: really, Uh, I'll be curious to see the wording of the deal. Of course, he made the announcement yesterday, but he wasn't specific about what his participation was contingent upon. I'll be really interested to see that wording. But if it's in fact true that he, he sold himself for $300 million, what I'm hearing, and then another couple hundred million dollars for his participation on the team and the growing of the team, which he gets at some point in the future, I'm just gonna say that he sold himself short. He sold his career, But he sold himself short. Uh, Scotty Scheffler made over $40 million this year on the PGA Tour. Uh, And you look at the win rate of John Rahm, the major championships, the fact that his global appeal was only going to increase and the infusion of ridiculous sums of money uh, into the PGA Tour. And you extrapolate forward for 10 or 15 years. uh, It's not unrealistic to believe that he would have made more than what he signed for to go to live. And his legacy would be intact. His being a part of history would be uh, part of his legacy. Uh, and, And instead, I would say that he pretty much fascinated his commercial appeal yesterday.
0: You know, It's really interesting, right? Like what you just said, that his legacy would be intact, and that if he stayed the course, he was going to make ultimately this money at some point anyway. And you use Scheffler as an example, that he made $40 million this year. I mean, all fair points, all fair points. I wonder, to play devil's advocate, and I'm not saying, I'm just, I just bring this up to bring this up, might Rom think, all right, Scheffler made $40 million this year, Brantle, and he earned it. Or I can make $100 million next year and maybe, I'm not saying he's not earning it, but do a whole hell of a lot less than what Scheffler did to earn $40 million.
1: Yeah, look, Jim, that's a great point. And I, I, I'm trying to imagine a scenario where someone would turn down that kind of money. I mean, it, it, it is reported to be upwards of close to $600 million, You know, depending upon how things play out in the team, et cetera. But at the bare minimum, it was $300 million. Uh, you know, look, Tiger turned that money down. Rory turned that money down. Uh, a far, far lesser known player, but with great upside potential, a fellow by the name of Will Zalatorius, who had only won once and was injured, et cetera. He turned down $150 million. So there are numerous players that have turned down big offers. I'm sure Scheffler did. I'm sure Speed did. Um, so it's not like players haven't turned that money down. But when you when you look at the of this reported deal, it would have taken somebody who was very principled uh, with extraordinary character uh, and having great perspective to turn this down. Uh, and it's, it's, just, it's just rare that somebody comes along like that. Uh, John had, had made comments to the extent that he was uh, in that sort of realm of people, uh, but his decision to go to ROM. Certainly, disproved that.
0: Brown, so what about Ron? Like, it's a big win for him financially. I mean, not for his legacy, but he would say, hey, I did what I did for my family, and then all this other stuff about, hey, I actually like that format. I like the 54 holes. I like that team format. All the things that he didn't like, he suddenly likes now, which to me is curious. And again, you're right. It would take a person of immense character to say no to that kind of money, although a few have. But to that point, like, I understand what he's getting. I understand what Liv is getting. How much damage does it do to the PGA? Like, what are they losing in losing him?
1: Well, numerous people have written and said that this is devastating to the PGA Tour. I think that's hyperbolic. Uh, It would have been devastating if Tiger left or if Rory left or even Jordan Spieth left. If you talk to executives, television executives around the world, there really are only just a few players that actually move the needle. Uh, again, that's Tiger, that's Rory, and believe it or not, that's Jordan Speed. He moves the needle when he's on TV. People are compelled to watch. Uh, John Rahm is a uh, is a big star in the game. Does he move the needle? Uh, earlier today, I was on the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick's had put out a poll of his audience. Uh, now, because of Rahm's defection, more interested live 88 percent of the people listening and reacting to that said no they were not more interested in live and that's not necessarily a commentary on john rahm as it is on the landscape of golf and the fact is that just very few players connect with fans uh in in a way that tells them to actually buy a ticket just to go see jordan Spieth, just to go see rory just to go see tiger John Rahm was a heck of a player, but he didn't fall into that group. So it's not devastating to the PGA tour. It's a loss for sure. Immensely talented. I enjoyed watching him. Uh, I'm going to miss watching him compete week in and week out. Uh, But this is, you know, it's a big win for Liv. Because all of a sudden, it compels the PGA tour to make a deal very quickly with Liv. And what does Liv get by joining the PGA tour? They get legitimacy, legitimacy. They get reputation. They get a seat at the table and they they they've come a long way in doing exactly what they wanted to do, which was launder their reputation with the ultimate goal of bringing about economic diversity into their country. That's exactly what they wanted to do. And the PGA Tour is just in a weaker position.
0: In other words, what they set out to do is working. They're executing their plan, aren't they?
1: They are. They got they got a seat at the table. You know, Yasser, if all this goes through, is going to have a seat. He's going to be on the PGA Tour executive board. Uh, You know, and this this is really unprecedented. Uh, You know, you tell me a single golfer that you know of that has come from Saudi Arabia. It's not like they have grassroots initiatives over there growing the game of golf. (laughs) Excuse me, I'm finding a bit of a cold, but. What they are trying to do, and by the way, Yasser does love golf, and he's a very clever, well-educated, polished man, uh, and by all accounts, somewhat intimidating in negotiation. So he is certainly playing this game of chess better than anybody else in the world of golf right now. Right,
0: so final thought then, does, the, does this deal get done by that deadline by the end of the year, or if not, who is the next person they poach?
1: Well, if I had to guess who the next person they're going to poach is, and it may happen before the end of the year, it would be Patrick Cantley or Xander Shockley, or even, you know, I, you know, Tony Fina. Uh But I, I'm, I'm, I'm betting this deal now gets done. The deal's going to get done. And then if it does, you know, this is why I'm very interested in the wording of John Rahm's deal, because if it does, and live then dissolves, does John Rahm just get the $300 million for his trouble? Uh, because that's what is rumored to be the upfront payment with the rest being on a contingency basis. But if so, then, you know, John Rahm made out like a bandit in this deal and Live got exactly what it wanted, a merger with the best professional golf league uh, in the world and a seat at the biggest table and exposure to all of these commercial outlets and entities uh, that are now going to look at them somewhat differently.
0: I so appreciate your time, Brandon. One last thought. So if the deal gets done then, where does that leave the players that defected? Can they then come and go as they please, go back and forth between the two, and still keep all that money? The the details
1: remain to be seen, but from what I've understood is if they merge back, obviously there would be an uproar if the players that left are able to seamlessly move back to the PGA Tour, unless... There is some sort of payment made to those players, all of the PGA Tour players, that didn't go or didn't go when they were recruited to live. Uh, And live was prepared to invest upwards of a billion dollars in those reparations, if you want to call those, to make everybody happy and let golf be unified once again. Once again, Saudi Arabia uh, has a a very dire need to, to diversify their economy. And this may not make sense in the short term, the rational economic sense, the way private equity would look at it. But the Saudis are looking 70 years down the road. uh, and, And they're playing the long game here and they're playing it very, very well.
0: He is a former PGA Tour golfer, a three-time All-American from the University of Texas, and again, a Golf Channel analyst appearing across all their platforms and shows. Brandel, really appreciate you. I know you're busy and you've been covering this topic, but great to have you back on the show. Thanks so much.
1: Always a pleasure to join the gym. Thanks. Happy holidays to you and your family.
0: You too. Happy holidays, Brandel. Appreciate you. Brandel Shambly joining us. All right. So he broke that down with great authority. I want your thoughts on that. What do you make of what you just heard?